This is Alan Lazard, a.k.a. the Lizard King, a.k.a. the Komodo Dragon from the Green Bay Packers. And you're listening to Top Shelf Fantasy Podcast. Top Shelf Fantasy. <laughs> Terrible. Just terrible. You didn't even crack it. I got halfway through it and I ripped my finger. That was like that was, that was that was five minutes later. Crack crack. That was it. bottom three ever. Oh, that dude, was I, terrible. Bottom barrel. That was garbage. I got the the but then uh, the I couldn't couldn't. <laughs> I get mean, to. look at the can. I I blame that <laughs> for whatever reason. Yeah, I don't know oh, what wow, happened yeah. to that. <laughs> it's just that was a, that was bad. Let's open the rest of the podcast. It was, it was a lot somebody, uh, yeah. Well, and somebody somebody little. Right, right at the beginning. Real, right at the beginning. Me. Real I, early I, crack. I, I, it's well, it's the Poland Spring. These wine yeah. nook cans, I can't get a crack on. <laughs> I gotta go back to Sunny's. <laughs> Freaking wine nook. Uh, Top Shelf Fantasy uh, podcast one sixty six October fourteenth. TopShelfFantasy.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Top Shelf FNTSY. Currently watching the Tampa Bay Eagles game seven seven. Uh, Tampa's got the ball. Looks like they're they're closing in on the red zone. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, no. Who's the, not the who's not closing in on coming back to the game is Richard Sherman. He Already is out. hurt and out for the game. Yes. So if might you took be, the might over, be better for the uh, for the the Bucks. He was pretty bad the last two games. <laughs> yeah, well, it'd I mean, be hard to find somebody worse. On they, your bench. It's been so bad. They did uh, put up a stat saying that he's had ten tackles since joining the Bucks. What I understand, really quite a bit. yeah. Quite what I understand bit. to hear when a cornerback has a lot of tackles means that they're allowing <laughs> a lot of catches directly in front of them. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. That's what I always think. They're like, oh, he's the great tackler. It's like, well, most corners don't have to make a lot of tackles, a la Jalen well, Ramsey, unless yeah, he's like, in run support. You know, which is that's like. Uh, Awesome back in the days. Like, oh, he only had one interception. Yeah, he got thrown to 15 times the entire season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, that was weird. Yeah, I, yeah, I, was, I that heard that very, very eerie. Some We're sort haunted. of some sort of ghost. That was a ghost. Absolutely odd. I have the slightest idea of where that came from. My computer's not even moving. All right. Well, here. if anybody was wondering, there is a ghost in the studio. Yeah, we'll keep you updated. Better than the fly. Uh, yeah, kind of. Well, I still, still got I should probably take the AC unit out of the window. That might help. I don't know. I still got. I don't know. I mean, it's, it was <clears throat> seventy-five today. <laughs> put the AC on. A B scores. <sighs> I'm gonna lose to. Burke I love that stack. Dynasty. I love that stack. That's Ooh, huge. God. That's huge. He's got OJ Howard and A B. You would never guess. <laughs> I want. You'd be like, oh, at least A B might get fifteen, but Howard's getting what one two. I that. need Godwin touchdowns. What are we doing, fellas? All right, uh, give me the beat, boys. God. Well, give me the beat, boys. Give me the Survivor Boys. Oh, we sorry. Back, boys. So sorry. Yeah, so Scotty, you watched it. I watched it. I woke up very early this morning to do it without my wife. Sorry, Shelby. <laughs> I had to do it for Tom. <laughs> um, yeah, week four was a pretty good one. I liked the guy that went home. It was uh, JD. Was that his yeah. name? Well, I, I did not like Oh, no, him. no. I like that he did go home. Yes. I, so. Yes. The funniest thing, you, you guys would love this if you actually know who the guy is. He thinks he's like the pristine athlete, the best athlete for, he had ever played Survivor. Like, kind of like a Corey Dowes in, <laughs> I was like gonna say. in a way. And he always steps up in the challenge. Like, I'll do this last part. And he always loses the challenge. <laughs> and then this, this week, the blue team tried to throw the challenge because they wanted to get someone off so bad. 
they tried so hard and they still couldn't blow the challenge because that guy was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> they were throwing rings and like and he had one left. He threw it. He goes, money, and misses it. <laughs> and they lose after he does that. It was the funniest thing. I'm like, oh, I hate this guy. That is absolutely awesome. People, I was like, love to see somebody like that blow it. Eerily embarrassed for him. You know, like that embarrassing mm-hmm. moment where you're like, you're embarrassed for somebody else. That like is secondhand exactly embarrassment. Yeah. Yeah. But you could tell, like, he's the kind of person. He's not embarrassed at all. He thinks he's still, you know, the best player of all time. Well, and then. So and then so that was for reward. Then they go to the the no um, that was for uh, that was for immunity. Oh, excuse yeah. me. So then they go to tribal, and so they had to vote somebody out. And then he has this advantage in his pocket, and one of the girls oh, on his God. tribe teases him like, "Hey, yeah, <laughs> give me your advantage so you, so I can trust you." He gives it to her. She votes him out. Steals his advantage. <laughs> That's like an absolute baller move. Oh yeah, like she's that, a, she's a that move's too. gonna make you win if you get to the end. Yeah, that's true. Depending if you don't do that to too many people. That right. Are, yeah, yeah. That are so they do this. They you. still do the thing where like you have the jury. Have the jury. That's yep. what they're called. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They're still doing that. Well, they won't. He won't be a part of the jury. Well, right. Because too they early. Merged. Yeah, they haven't <laughs> so merged yet. But it's so just funny. like. I mean, I could only imagine Jeff just crawling in his skin. Like, you don't give up an advantage. And, like, I almost could get the sense when he was in the immunity challenge, he was getting pissed off at the blue team because he kept... And the blue team can't do anything They move because he probably knows they're trying to throw the challenge. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They tried so but hard. They, they couldn't throw they, it. They couldn't it's it's an ex-NFL player that, that's on the team. I, I, he's, like, a old D-tackle from, like, 10 years ago on a team. I forget his name, but... He was blowing it, and he is like the strongest guy. He could do everything, and he's like, "Oh, I can't do it." And <laughs> it was, it was entertaining to watch that happen. And yeah, then, that was a lot of fun. Uh, it, I wanted to see the shot in the dark get played, but it didn't. So there was yeah, one I'm one surprised. woman who was down, who was thought she was down in yep. the numbers, and she would have thrown it. Um, but what would have been interesting, I was talking to my mom about this. If she played it, got safe. JD kept his advantage. She would have been safe. The other two would have voted for Jeannie. Then Ricard, uh, JD, and Shan would have had all three of them vote. Ricard and Shan would have voted for JD. JD would have used his extra vote to vote against uh, Ricard. And then it would have come down to one of those ties where nobody could vote for Ricard or JD. And then Shan would have been out of the game. Because that, that's happened before. I'm lost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anybody well, else? Listen, I mean, if, you, if, I no you're, if, you're, a, if you're a Survivor fan, you get one of those JD every like four or five seasons, and it, it's an absolute beauty. Classic it's, it's just, that's, how, uh, that's how fucked it can get. But I, I guess we can talk about some fantasy football. Um, yeah, that's right. Sorry. Uh, Chris Carson, DK Metcalf, did not practice Thursday. We know that. Uh, Oh, uh, the quarterback there, Russell Wilson, he had surgery on his hand, so he's not going to be in the game. Um, so Geno Smith's going to be at the helm. I don't know how comfortable I feel with DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett as it is with Geno Smith under center, but with Metcalf being hurt and Carson not being there, I mean, they might put the ball in the air 50 times and then Tyler Lockett might catch like two balls <laughs> for 100 yeah. yards. Yeah, you never know. Very, very that, dicey situation. Geno Smith could be running a lot too because he can run. I mean, it's it's entirely possible. And Alex Collins, if you know he's in there, they could be running a lot. It's It'll be very, very interesting. Like you said, I don't really feel all that comfortable with anyone in the yeah. game. Still a situation to monitor. If Chris Carson's healthy, he's an automatic start with how much they should probably run behind him. But 
that well, seems to be a massive question mark. He didn't yeah. practice. Yeah, I mean, he didn't practice uh, this week. And they also play Pittsburgh, who Pittsburgh has been pretty good. Yeah. Defensively. And it, so it's not exactly like if Chris Carson does play, it's not going to be like, eh, Geno Smith scares us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. I'd stack that box, make Geno be the one to beat you. I mean, they saw Geno back yeah. in Geno's Jets days. Geno <laughs> ate, him, ate him alive. Uh, Lamar Jackson was absent Thursday with an illness. I feel like this is the second time that Lamar Jackson's popped up on the do not practice. Yeah, it seems uh, like a more of a maintenance thing. Just like he's like, yeah, I'm sick. I'm not practicing today. Yeah. Whatever. Do you think it's just like an ongoing he joke from last out. year's game where he had to take a shit? Yeah, right. Just ongoing. It's like, hey, he couldn't play this week. He had a four-hour shit. Good, good old Diarrhea Thursdays. <laughs> he had a softball game the night before. <laughs> My tummy doesn't feel good. Uh, Chubb and Hunt both set out. Yeah, I'm choosing to think this we're is a not, story. Yeah, we're not. Uh, we're okay. not too worried about it, but yeah, you can note it. Uh, Julio returned to practice, um, and uh, AJB. Oh God, AJ Brown. AJ Brown. AJ Brown was a full participant as well. He played Sunday, so he should be fine. Yep. Damien Williams is on the COVID list, so he's probably not playing on Damn Sunday, it. which is, is kind hilarious. of how this is going. Hilarious if you picked him up and you spent I don't know fifty three bucks of your fab or something. I was a fifty two er in a few leagues. Yeah. Welcome to, welcome Made to the sense. Ty Johnson fifty two yeah. club. It's uh, nice to have some company here. Finally, and then other leagues that I didn't need Damian Williams, I went after Daryl Williams and put the fifty two. Yep, seems to be my uh, go to this year. I went in. Uh, I grabbed <laughs> Khalil Herbert. It used to, so. it used to be like twenty six. And then it went to like 32, and then like 40 something was like the top bid. It, it, every, everything now would. Now it's inflation, man. 13% every year every, is getting crazy. Worse and worse. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so if you had Damian Williams, now you're looking at Khalil Herbert probably as the running back this week in Chicago. I mean, assuming that Williams doesn't get elevated off the COVID list, he does have time. If he manages two negative tests and 24 hours apart, he could play. It's possible, yeah, but it's yeah. Yeah. dicey. Damien Harris, limited. Yeah. All right, so actually, as we talk about that, <laughs> so uh, a tweet from Adam Schefter, Damien Williams did test positive for COVID, so it's not like he was a, a sore, like someone close, close to someone. Contact. So yeah. he is so more, he's out. more uh, not out. He still has that same window, but now that he's tested positive, though? you can still yeah, do two if negative you're tests. Positive and you're vaccinated, they give you two negative tests 24 hours apart, and you can play okay. the following day. Okay, if you're not vaxxed, you're fucking out. I was gonna say I thought it was I thought son. it was if you got po- uh, uh, I thought last year anyways if you got COVID it was a week or something yeah they yeah, changed it all because year. of the vaccination because thing of the vaccination. Yada, 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 yeah. but okay all right well that's interesting uh, Damian Harris yeah he was limited um, and Scotty you were saying some of the beat writers said he's just not gonna play that's what yeah um, listen to the footballers today they were kind of like almost sound like they were certain that they've heard out of camp that it's a shot that Damian Harris definitely won't go which. I still haven't seen anything. Pelissero. Yeah. I'm looking up Jeff Howe that, right he's, now. He's, he's my the, go-to. Uh, I think Pelissero was the That's guy a little who, strange. Who I mean, like, that. I get I, it. I mean, he, he got lit up. Like, he, ribs and... Yeah. Was it ribs and knee? Ribs and ankle? And he did... Again, he fumbled on the goal line. That's huge. And, I mean, if he sits... Are you playing Stevenson? Or no, because there's Bolden, there's J.J. No. Taylor, and who the hell knows what they're going to use. Yeah, I, I, I'm not, I'm not touching any of that. Did I drop JJ Taylor in the dynasty? Okay, I'll check that while we're on the uh, podcast. <laughs> uh, I meant to, but mm-hmm. some prick across the table from me picked up. Uh, <laughs> Who? 
<laughs> Jeremy McNichols, who's been on our waiver wire for handcuff. three weeks, it's called, five it's weeks. It's called the third handcuff for Tennessee, baby. Yeah, I was shocked you didn't have him already. I, oh, I, I for some reason, I'm like, I guarantee he's on the team. He has to be. He had, he had like six points last week, nine points the week before that. I'm like, oh, shit, he's still there. I'm like, I got to get him now or else I'll never get him. Well, uh, I was sitting there. I was like, oh, he's been on here this long. Nobody's going to be after him, Scott. He's not going to be after him. So I, I put shocked. a buck on him. I was shocked. I'm like, uh-oh, I almost didn't get him. Should I put two bucks was, on him? I was pissed. Uh, so, all right. Well, I, I mean, keep an eye on Damian Harris. That's really all you can say is monitor him for now. If he doesn't go, I mean, I'm still not having any faith in Bolden or Ramondre Stevenson to do anything. I'd look to pick up this guy, Corey Dows. I hear he's going to be in the stadium on Sunday. So yeah, you and Jonas Gray are trying out. (laughs) I would would beat Jonas Gray. (laughs) Jamal Williams is sitting out on Thursday. I think it's hip and illness. So yeah. it doesn't sound like it's too serious, but I mean, if he can't go, it's it's dangerous of even more. Yeah, which is huge because Swift has been very, very positive every single week with Williams there. If he's out, I mean, it's just even better because Goff is going to check down to him 515 mm-hmm. times a game. I mean, I, f- I feel like Williams has been doing this as well the last couple of weeks. Yeah, this, this is, is not new. Yeah, no, yeah, he's on my bench and it's just a Q tag until Sunday before yeah. kickoff. And he gets oh elevated. my God, it was so weird. It's, he's healthy. You see it this time of year with all the vets, they have these scheduled veteran days off. Like, you know, the system, you know, what you're doing, you're playing and performing well, take the day off. Well, there's get, no probable healthy. tag anymore. So, that too, so yeah. that's why it's such a clusterfuck. Probable hate, used to be that. great. You it, just, you just it, sat it was there. You're like, so much easier. Now yeah. you're like, Q, yeah. like, Q, Q. Why is yeah. it Q? Yeah. Now I have to make sure that I'm paying attention and not golfing on Sunday. Right. Like literally like probable tag. You didn't even think about it. You're like, yeah, he's playing. CMC, downgraded did not practice. That so sucks. it's been it's, you, you it's been lower the, and lower each week. What the hell, Dows? Your source you, you sucks. Give us the he's update. gonna play. He's playing. <laughs> it's locked in. He's playing. But I will say, downgraded to did not practice after a limited session on Wednesday. You never know. He can. It's one one rep in practice, and that hammy's blown up again. Like you don't right. know. So last I heard, he's playing. That's all I'm saying. When was the last time you heard Tuesday? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> before the before the downgrade to before DMP. The DMP. I, gotta, okay. I, I didn't even know. I got to make some calls. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Yeah, well, downgrade's not, not good. That's going to be uh, each. Uh, Justin Jefferson gets a maintenance day. Um, so I assume they just said did not practice. He literally said he's, pra- he's playing. Uh, coach said he's playing. Yeah. Like, so okay. if you're a Jefferson owner, no need to, no need to panic. Uh, if you're a Barkley owner, though, or a Kenny Galladay owner, uh, they did not practice. Um, I mean, I think with Barkley, you expected him to miss a couple of weeks anyway. Yeah. Right. Uh, Galladay not practicing. I can't even remember what he injured, to be honest. So knee. It was his No, Face. the hip is always heart. there. The, the knee. <laughs> his heart. I'm pretty sure it was a knee. It was a yeah, big knee week. A, I think it was a knee. And when I saw the Barkley thing, I'm like, yeah, no fucking shit. I mean, I just spent 80 bucks on Booker. <laughs> of course he's not playing. Come on. Scott, I got to put it in there. It's still news, okay? <laughs> Uh, if you then, don't like the way I do the news, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, I don't, yeah, I don't know what the Ertz and Goddard news is. Oh, I just got it um, when we were doing the pod. One of them could be traded this week. Well, it's not going to be Goddard, I don't think, because he's got he's COVID and he's he can't COVID, play. Yeah. So and well, it, well they're going to showcase Ertz. Yeah. They got a touchdown. Yeah. That's just what I got right when we were doing the pod on Sleeper. It's so like Ertz squirts or going Goddard. Else. Where do you think he could, could be, be traded? I, it's got to be Ertz, right? He's Goddard's under a long, Ertz would longer make w- contract. Way more sense. Yeah, Ertz is last year of his I mean, deal. Doesn't like, want to be there. I like Dawson Knox, but Ertz would be a great fit in Buffalo. And they've been talking about they the Bills for a while. Yeah. But like, they wanted that in the summertime. But honestly, in, but why would you go there? Still well, Indy. Yep, I Indy. mean that's still there. 
Redskins. Uh, sorry, Washington football team. I'm never gonna get. I'm never gonna well, get that. Yeah. Logan the Thomas. They did. They did, they did, they did just pay Logan Thomas, but he is hurt down too, for the year. So. I mean, I'm saying they're like he's not for the year. He's out for like three, just four three weeks. Hamstring. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I'm thinking just bring somebody Tampa in to Bay. give them a shot. Yeah, Tampa. <laughs> Tampa needs it. Why not? Correct. Figure it out. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense now. Imagine now that, that you say that. Uh, Arizona with Max Williams going down. Imagine that. That would be yeah. another good one. It's a good little fit. It was that there was no update on like what team? No, it just just that you know a sleeper does that and like you go into it. There's like 85 comments like idiot, idiot, idiot. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. It's just me commenting idiot every yeah. time, <laughs> over and over again. Uh, all right, you guys want to get into our start and sits? Yes. All right. Yes, I do. Right, I'm gonna oh. take. I'm gonna. I'll. I'll start the start. The the starts there. Uh, I am starting Jacoby Myers. Uh, the dude's just been a target hog um, for New England, for Mac Jones, and he's been reliable. I mean, he's got a, a pretty high uh, catch percentage. I wish I knew what it was off the top of my head, but I don't. Probably um, 69. Actually, probably better than that. Ooh. Yeah, well, let's hope it's just 69. It's nice. It's nice. Um, but here's the thing. They're going against Dallas. I, I know Dallas's defense has been you know, better than most people have expected, However, that offense has been clicking just as well. They've been scoring just as many points. And the Patriots' defense has been very, very suspect. They played fantastic against Tom Brady, and they played uh, really well. What are you laughing about? Is it bad? He's got a 67.4% completion percentage on the year, but he's 69 on the dot for his career. Ooh. Ooh Without a nice. touchdown. Without a touchdown, which is Not unreal. that that matters till 69, but... He was close last week. Two yeah. yard line. Um, he was laughing on the sideline too. It's like, oh man, I, come on, one so, more yard. He took me under there. Sorry, so where? Yeah, it, it's all right. Uh, where I'm going with this is that they, it, the game should end up being a shootout. I mean, Mac Jones hopefully is is unleashed by uh, Josh McDaniels, and he's throwing the ball 30, 35 times. And if he does that, ten of those looks should be going Jacoby's way. And Mister Sixty Nine himself, Jacoby, Mister Sixty Nine Myers. Should find his way into the end zone. Yeah. I don't think he's gone over 100 yards yet, but that'd be nice. Let him go in there twice. Let's go. My my flex start of the week. That's your flex start? Yeah. So mine uh, is starting wide receivers. uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Love love what I've seen from him recently. Uh, Goes up against what seems to be like one of the worst uh, or best matchups to face in the Tennessee Titans this week for wide receivers. And the Bills have just been a juggernaut. I mean, it's obvious that they're the team to beat in the AFC. Look what we just saw them do to Kansas City last week. And honestly, Sanders has been averaging 19.5 fantasy points in the last three weeks. Um, he has still not had like every team pick him up and play him. And right now it just seems as though that he's a perfect number two for um, Josh Allen. And he's even taking away from, from Stephon Diggs. So... Another team Sanders goes to, and he completely thrives again. I mean, this this guy will will always be able to step right in and do great things. And as long as he stays healthy, he's going to have one hell of a season, especially this week, I feel like, against the Titans. All right. I also went with a wide receiver. What else is new? We all doing wide receivers? Oh, Scotty. No, Scotty ruined Sorry. It. Scotty ruined sack it. of shit. Um, just bad. kidding, Scott. My start of the week, Brandon Cooks. I took a lot of heat when I sat him. I'd like to just reiterate, nailed it. Um, and I'm going to nail it again, starting him right now. He had some down weeks against Buffalo and New England. I think anybody with a brain saw that coming. 
Now he faces Indy, who has struggled mightily. You saw what happened last week against uh, Baltimore. They really let Lamar Jackson get back on track. I think you're going to see the same thing with Brandon Cooks and Davis Mills. I know Tyrod's supposed to come back next week, not this week, but that's irrelevant. Um, he's still seen him on the field almost 90% of the time. His targets have dipped again against Buffalo and New England. That's that's par for the course. Indy's going to allow him to work in space, get open, probably burn their non-existent corners and safeties. And I, I'd just say book him for a touchdown, probably over 100 yards and seven to nine targets. Uh, sorry, seven to nine catches, probably 10 plus targets. I got him in a dynasty league. Need that. Play him up. Book it. Need it. He good. My start of the week is Daryl Henderson, not a wide receiver. Sorry, guys. Uh, Bastard. <laughs> I didn't know that was a theme. I thought the the, the, the dart throws yeah, were the no, receiver right. thing. I, it I just, just happened. That I got that one that right, way. I think. Yeah, but Daryl Henderson from the Rams, uh, my start of the week. I kind of put this in. I think it's it's it should be an obvious start each week, but it's a guy we, we rarely even talk about or, or is talked about a lot in fantasy, and he's been doing such a fine job. He hasn't had his like the twenty plus point game, but he hasn't had below fourteen points in any game. He's just a consistent fifteen point range each week, um, averaging close to five yards a carry. Missed one week. That's kind of too bad. But he's currently RB fifteen in the season per game. Probably RB you know ten or eleven. But he faces the Giants this week, and who aren't that great in defense. I just want. Anything tied to Stafford and the Rams right now in that high-powered offense. And if he's getting around 15 carries a game, five yards per carry and punch it in, that's a fantastic probably RB3 that you took for your season. It's going to give you an RB2 style number in uh, week six. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, We're going to start sitting some guys. Uh, I'm sitting Henry Ruggs. Uh, listen, I hate this guy. I just don't like him. I, w- I literally will never draft him. I, and I don't. I really don't think anything could change my mind on that. Uh, I don't think he's very talented. I think that he catches a couple of balls and makes himself fantasy relevant. And it's do. just a. It's just a. It's just a. You know, a recipe for fool's gold. Uh, Noah John Gruden. Which I mean, it could be a positive thing. Who who the hell knows? <laughs> no one knows. But it, it, where I'm going with this is that John Gruden obviously has had a game plan for five weeks. Who knows if they stick to that game plan? I don't know if anybody heard the Derek Carr press conference, but he was actually pretty shooken up that uh, Gruden's gone. Uh, and they go and they play a divisional opponent in the Denver Broncos. I just don't. I I hate relying on these flex plays that are. One catch, one pass, they have to get in the end zone, or they need some sort of 50-yard, 60-yard bomb to to do anything. Um, I'm not a fan of rugs. I don't like rugs this week against um, the Denver Broncos. Who they? I mean, they have Patrick Sartan, which I don't know where PFF has him ranked, but I'm sure it's pretty goddamn high. Very high. But yeah. yeah uh, I just I don't see rugs winning those matchups. I don't see Carr getting him the ball. I don't see many. I just, I, I just also fuck this guy. Just so, like, yeah, you know, I say it's put, not that put good. Put Jacoby Myers in, Mister Sixty Nine over this rugs. Okay, you know Sixty Nine, your rugs. This bum rugs. You're a bum rugs. Getting what? too old for this shit, rugs. So should I sit him? Nah. Oh yeah, <laughs> sit him down. Sit him down. Put him on the rug. Sit him down. <laughs> Woo! Hey. <laughs> Sounds sexual. 69. Mr. Mr. 69 Jacoby Myers. 
You know that, what's com- very comical is career catch percentage, 69%. There's no way to not run I'm a child. The man deserves it. I'm All right. All right, so I'm sitting uh, running back Chase Edmonds this week. Um, very disappointed in what he did last week, and I'm starting to lose some confidence in him. Um, he has only gone over 100 yard all-purpose yards twice this season. And while, yes, that's five weeks, he has yet to score a touchdown on that, um, either receiving or rushing. That's very scary, especially when he absolutely is not getting the goal line work. James Conner is the one that has that role. He's not backing away from it. And they're facing the Cleveland Browns this week, which is going to be a very, very tough matchup to get actual yardage on the ground or through the air at the running back position because they allow the second least amount of yards to the running back position. So if he's not scoring a touchdown and he's not getting yards, he's not getting your fantasy points. So I really don't feel comfortable with Chase Edmonds this week. It's honestly like my all-time low in confidence on him. I was excited for him at the beginning of the year. James Conner's taking away touchdowns. And Edmonds is only doing it in between the the 20s. And it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen this week. Uh, James Conner is an absolute uh, like ruiner Thief. of seasons for yeah. Chase Edmonds. Like, if he's not there, Edmonds is getting this work. Or Kyler Murray. Um, I'm also taking a running back. I'm just copying you, Craig. Wide receiver, running back. Miles Gaskin. This is one that I really think should be more obvious than it is but if you go look at his start percentage after, I saw that. I after last it week it's like what are you people thinking like it's so high now it, he yes he went out and he put up 26.9 uh, points against a very stout tampa bay running defense whoopty friggin do i don't care he did this on 10 of 10 receiving with two receiving touchdowns he didn't do it with five rushing attempts for 25 yards so i flip over to jacksonville I say, what are they going to do? They're probably going to be up this game. They're probably going to run the ball. But Tua is probably going to try to come back and actually look like a competent quarterback. They're going to throw the ball against Jacksonville. Miles Gaskin is going to be an afterthought in the running game like he should be because he's not very good, and he's probably going to get you less than 10 points. I'd say closer to five. Sit him on your bench or eat a friggin' zero in your lineup. Your choice. Doesn't seem like a hard one. Your choice. Eat All a right. donut. Yeah, friggin' donut. My flex sit of the week is Allen Robinson. Scott getting real flexy over not, there. Not even like in the write-up, I kind of say. It's crazy we're talking about Allen Robinson as a flex play this year. It's crazy we're talking about him as a flex sit this year. As a guy you should just sit on. Like, like he's your probably your fourth receiver on your team starting, and you should sit him now. It's been a fucking horrible, horrible season for him. I mean, I, I don't think it's all on him at all. I, I, I know the talent's there. The quarterback play has been horrible. I, I think it kind of shows us Blake Bortles wasn't as bad as we thought he was. If you can't do it with Fields, you can't do it with Andy Dalton, I, I don't know what... You, I, I don't know what's going to change. Yeah, I, well, I, I mean, I think that's the concern I don't. with Allen Robinson. I think that's why he came up in our whole fold. Yeah, and again, I still love to trade for him, but I write... I would love... I'm, I'm going to sit him wherever I do own him. I would love him to give me a 25-point game on the bench. Boom, confident back. I'm sorry, you going... For but I want to see it first. Yeah, he's the polar opposite of uh, Miles Gaskin, right? Miles goes gives, gives you almost thirty points. I'm like, yeah, it's fake. If A Rob gives me thirty, I'm like, he's back. Let's go. We're oh, yeah. in my lineup yeah. day one. But yeah, and again, what he said, I'm not mad about it if I see it on the bench because <laughs> yep. then you, I go finally. You can't be, yeah. but you're gonna be pissed. You're like, he got eight again or t- tops. Like I, right. tops. I fucking knew that. Like I should just freaking sat him. Like quite literally tops. Mm-hmm. 
Like, so. I'm starting Jacoby Myers, Sanders, and Cooks all and, over him. And yeah, and I mean, even if you go to trade him, it's like, who do you get? You're going to get nothing. So Not right just now. Sit, he's sitting there forever. Complete loss of a draft pick at that point if you go and trade yep. him right now. And legit, who are you giving up? Like, if you were going to go get Allen Robinson, like, here's Khalil Herbert and have at it. And they probably <laughs> still wouldn't even do that. I just picked him yeah. up yeah. <laughs> a second ago. You want him? <laughs> pick one Deal. of these guys off waivers that you want. I'll trade them to you. I will give him Darnold Mooney. I yeah. mean, the other wide receiver. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, sleepers. sleepers. I'm feeling sleepy. Uh, I'm taking Lazard. Well, I think Lazard's been sleeping. He's starting to wake up. You don't have your coffee drink tonight. That's why I, I had he already it actually already. It. It's, in the, it's in the trash. <clears throat> right. um, yeah, the Lizard King's been on hibernation or something. The Lizard King's been on hibernation. It's been, it's been weird. But his snap percentage is going up, and MVS still is not there. And they, they play divisional opponent Chicago. Um, he played 86% of the snaps last week. Which he didn't get a lot of targets, and that's like kind of the thing with sleepers. It's these guys that are out in free agency that have the opportunity to blow up. And I think you kind of even mentioned it last week. Like he should pop at some point before his core injury with um, uh, uh, what in 2020. So at the end of 2019, going into the 2020 season, we love Lazard as a sleeper. Most people who in the fantasy community were drafting loved Lazard as a sleeper. If Lazard can start getting back to that connection with uh, Aaron Rodgers, like he had at the end of 2019, beginning of 2020, I'd like to see the Komodo Dragon back. 86% of snaps last week, divisional opponent. Hopefully they try to just bury him and curb stomp him right through the fucking turf. And we see Lazard find wow. the end zone. Uh, it it might not happen. I mean, Calm that's a, that's a, that's a, that's the thing. It might it might not happen. <laughs> so but that's why that's why you're sleeping. I, I think I think the Komodo dragon might be waking up. Also, a teaching Ta-da. moment for all of the kids out there. Komodo dragons apparently do not hibernate. <laughs> Who knew? I thought you had to look that up. Yeah, I googled Why did it. We looked this up. I looked. I mean, I said that they he was hibernating. I was want to see if that was accurate. Apparently, some lizards do. Komodo dragons do not. Oh, okay. All right. The self-proclaimed Komodo dragon. Maybe he's a. Are those the same? The Lizard uh, King, however, does hibernate. Are those the same lizards that were in the movie Holes with Shia LaBeouf? No, those were like yellow spotted lizards that are like oh, this big. Komodo right. dragons are like the size of this table, bro. They're big. Are they're they? big boys. They, they live look, in Indonesia. They look like alligators. Do you have? Do you have like a, a wiki up on? I can pull it up right now. They, they, they look like they look like uh, alligators, don't so, they? They're so they massively said, like yeah. alligators. Yeah, they're like they're, they're desert huge. alligators. Well, they don't live in deserts. They live on islands. They can swim. I could not believe this is going on this long. I oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. I, I, I know what those are now. Insane. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. It's been a long time since I've watched Nat Geo. <laughs> um, all right. So my sleeper this week is one of my favorite plays uh, through any position. I could make the case for him as a start wide receiver is Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, there's injuries aplenty for the Detroit Lions, and they just lost their number one in Quintez Cephas or Cephas, and Amon Ross St. Brown has stepped up. In the last thir- uh, last two weeks, he has caught 13 balls on 16 targets and is playing in the slot, something that Goff likes to look at a lot. And I think that with a favorable game script against the Cincinnati Bengals, um, I would expect you know not- nothing short of the same. Um, you know, the Cincinnati Bengals are a fast-paced passing offense, and you're going to expect you know, the, the Detroit Lions to have to do the same, whether it's, you know, going to Swift, Amon, Ra. I mean, there's not going to be much, I feel like, that goes uh, along the outside. Um, but, you know, Amon Ra could play the outside. Um, I just think at this point, he's the wide receiver to own there. 
Khalif Raymond is another one that's there, but Amon Ra was the guy they spent up a fourth round pick for, and I think his floor this week is probably like 10 points. I like that. Khalif's actually a sit of mine, though, because I think Amon Ra takes all the work. I so. think Amon yeah. Ra has had like exactly 10 points the last two weeks. So it was 13. Exactly. Is this PBR or is it half? Uh, well, it was half. Okay. So, so okay. you very, very well like uh, be standard. It could have been 10. Was it like 10.4 the week before that or something? Um, I don't know. I, I just know the last, I do the last two weeks because that's my write-up. Um, my sleeper of the week is john ross he kind of probably toes the line between sleeper and dart throw but he did just have 15.2 points two weeks ago so i'm going to keep him as a sleeper i do think he has tremendous upside even with mike glennon probably playing quarterback and even with darius slayton and possibly sterling Shepard coming back and i don't know if galladay sits plays i don't really care i think in this game against the rams with what they have available to them on offense as the New York Giants, they're going to have to use Devontae Booker. They're going to have to use quick, short passes. They're going to have to use these guys underneath. And a whole game script of that opens up John Ross to break free on one deep ball. And I really think if you're looking for a boomer bust guy as you head into this game, he could give that to you. He probably doesn't have a high chance of giving that to you, but it could happen. And he's done. he's been getting open. Nobody's been hitting him. Last week against Dallas, five targets, one catch. I'll take five targets out of a sleeper. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of the thing, right? You're in a 14-team league. You need a guy who can go get you 15 points that's on your waiver wire. Exactly. There you go. He missed him for uh, probably like a 50-yard TD, too. There you go. He would have been gone just right in front of him. But that's Danny Danny Dimes. Danny Danny Pennies. Danny (laughs) Pennies. All right. Uh, My sleeper is Jalen Waddle. I guess I'll go on the receiver. One, I didn't want to, but they kind of forced me to. So I'll do Jalen Waddle um, for the Dolphins. <laughs> Two is back. I think I um, he was a fold of our – or he was on holding Foldham before. I think, I don't know, Tom was on the edge of either folding or holding him. We said hold. Me, Dows, and Craig, I think. Man, because we do want to see with Tua back and see what the connection is. Um, it could be great. They, they look great week one. And then week three, even with Brissett, 13 targets, 12 – catches and then after that complete dog shit but um i think it's a guy you can play this week especially because it's the first week of buys so you might be forced to i know i'm in one league so um it's in london wake up early mimosa boom mimosa saturdays oh hey you doing are you doing another recipe uh I mean, it's still London, so I'm kind of i'm kind of strapped for london uh i say if you didn't like the guinness one you say you tried the Guinness yeah, and Champagne. I maybe dicey. maybe replace it yeah. with something. Uh, I don't know. Maybe a pumpkin thing. Something more. Better. Something pumpkin. A pumpkin. Like scary Halloween. Like a little ghost inside of it. Now, do they celebrate Halloween across the pond? Is that a, is that a stupid I question? Be- I believe it's national. Okay. I don't know. Well, national, Na- national would still <laughs> only apply to America. <laughs> you so mean we're global. Like, I mean global. <laughs> Uh, who knows? I don't, I don't know. Um, I'll find something pumpkiny. If you don't, I'm, I'm if sure you look it up, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, Dow's posted a uh, nice little article of different uh, London. It was called London Eats, right? Are those are those just random recipes you pulled, or those are specific to so Europe? Specific to to London and England as not London, but England as a whole. Apparently, these are uh, a common game day snacks. Okay, so I was like, oh, like they probably eat them while watching soccer. We'll, you know. Well, eat them watching football. You gotta adapt yeah. for you know for your American brothers over here <laughs> across the pond. Uh, well, you can find that on topshelffantasy.com. So we'll have to repost it, or whatever. Um, 
All right, dart throws. Uh, <laughs> just flicking the my favorite the segment. Uh, we've uh, we've decided that the winner of the dart throw is going to pick a position, and we're all just going to pick positional dart throws. So this week, I went with a wide receiver. I'm always good for like a fullback uh, dart throw, but uh, San Francisco's on a bye this week, so you know that just didn't seem like a fun time to to do that. Uh, so I'm taking Jamal Agnew. Uh, the defensive back for the Jacksonville Jaguars, who out of nowhere led the team in targets. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know why. I Yo, don't know what? how this happened. Uh, he saw sixty-eight percent of the snaps on offense. Like, so clearly they're making a concerted effort to get him on the offense. I don't, I don't know why. But uh, it's because they love the ball in his hand. He's run back a kick and a punt this year already, it, or a kick and a missed field goal. Okay. Seven All right. Targets. I mean, yeah, so he's been he's been dynamic with the ball in his hand. I just, yeah, I don't know. Uh, sure, check a dart on on Agno. I, I mean, I picked him up in our dynasty league. Uh, there's another Zach Ertz sighting. So that's featured nice. receiver. I wonder if he got his hair. <laughs> I hope he did. We'll take a look. Anyway, Craig, that's my that's my dart. Oh, my dart throw is Colin Johnson. Uh, dart throw of the year. So he has to produce at some point. Um, I I would hope. Uh, he, you know, no Kenny Galladay starting in the game. Um, while Cardarius Tony is the the wide receiver to own there, uh, right now, uh, you know, he was still limited in practice. Darius Slayton was limited in practice. Sterling Shepard was limited. Um, so realistically, the guy that that was there all week was Colin Johnson. Um, he has been involved at one point in the season, so I would expect this week to uh, have have a little bit of involvement. We'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> that was terrible. Oh, it was weird that one week he kind of what he's like. Six, yeah, I mean six targets, he, and then I picked him up. Nothing in one league, and then I didn't start him. I'm like, all right, dart through it next week. Zero, nothing. completely done. Like, and that's when Shepard and, and um, Slayton were all out too. Oh. <laughs> and I Tony know. was. I don't know. Playing. I don't know. But now, now there's a chance that two of the top three receivers are out. So it's fair. Uh, my bad. my dart throw of the week is. I don't know what the right word is, but it's a dedication dart throw for Dickie. <laughs> James Prochet, wide receiver, Baltimore, in the honor of the birth of your kid. James Prochet is my dart throw of the week. There's no real reasoning behind it. He's seen his snap share go up, but then he saw his points go down. So who knows <laughs> what, what we're going to do with that. He's playing the Chargers. Maybe they get. Maybe he gets loose, but uh, hey, you know, if, let's see if it hits. If it if, hits. If it doesn't, though, maybe Dickie should do... Shotgun. The shotgun. Dickie I think that it. I think that's fair, Dickie. If you hear this, if you, James Prochet doesn't win me the shotgun, you have to do it. <laughs> it seems fair. No, uh, yeah, well, newborn a, dad, it's a perfect, at home by himself. perfect player for the week that uh, Rashad Bateman is likely going to come back. So <laughs> he, he has so much room. To, oh, yeah, he's fantastic. <laughs> hey, Sammy Watkins is hurt, right? He's hurt, and Ooh. I think he's been playing over uh, Boykin. But, yeah, well, I mean Boykin. <laughs> Boykin's just more of a special teams guy right now. Bumpkin. Well, no, so Boykin's got an interesting position in the NFL. He is a blocking wide receiver. He had played about 79% of the snaps all season last year. And I say about, but it was exact because I remember this number. (laughs) And he caught like 12 balls. He just goes out there to block. Like, just put on 60 pounds and become a tight end. What are you thinking? This The uh, math there, probably like what you should catch, probably is not that at all. 12 <laughs> not even balls close. and 78%, 79%. Um, my dart throw is DeAndre Carter, Washington. Uh, sorry, I, I almost said the red word. 
the football team, uh, the wide receiver there. Two slip ups tonight. I know I had it earlier. Oh. Um, Don't read my email. Yeah, where was I? Oh yeah, uh, pulling a John DeAndre, DeAndre Carter, Curtis Samuel's been back but banged up, not produced. I think he doesn't play this week. Even if he does, I don't see Samuel being a big factor yet in the season. I do like the guy. I still want to see him do something. But with Logan Thomas out, it's just Terrence McLaurin there. They're facing the Chiefs. Heineke's going to chuck it. This defense sucks. Heineke's going going for over 20 points. DeAndre Carter, catch a long one. Fuck it. Fuck it. They did, they did say, actually, I really am intrigued by the guy because I looked him up. He's like 28 years old, so he's been journeyman, but... I'm looking um, now. Wow, he's 28. He's 28. <laughs> I think he's, he's with Houston and he's five the eight. Raiders, he's, maybe. He's, been he's like, tiny. He's, yeah. he's so five small. Eight. He's been a journeyman uh, special teams guy, I think. And he has really, really gotten into the uh, the sweet spot for Ron Rivera because he came out and said something specific about DeAndre Carter. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? Well, Riverboat Ron needs to refocus his energy to Deami Brown because I need him to do something. And he's still dinged up, though. He might not play this Yeah, game, he might so. not play. That's another reason DeAndre's a good pick. Well... I don't know. I don't know if it's magic is getting his job back. So maybe Henneke will have some of those. Oh, fucking oh, he's not getting just... his job back. I just picked him up in Red Dog. So that's that's the oh, final so nail it's... in the coffin right there. <laughs> nail in the coffin. Great, awesome, love it. Uh, okay, well, full start and sit article up on the website over at topshelffantasy.com. Uh, Scotty, free yep. glass to anybody who signs up on the website between now and Sunday. Sure. Yeah. Um, I've I've kind of offered that through. Out some of my channels here and there, but just go to Top Show Fantasy. People already go there to see the start sits each week. We, we know were, people are looking at them. Yeah, the the write ups and you know the fun stuff. People look at them. They comment either say you're wrong or not. Hey, you're in there. Sign up to the top. It's easy. We'll see you sign up. You get a free glass. You get a yep. free glass. You get some access to some content earlier than the rest of the world. I mean, there's advantages to being part of this. So well, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. we got the uh, we're working with the burners on doing more sports bets. Yeah, too. we're gonna so, actually and again, make again, you money we'll, for free. We'll give you the burners. We're two for four this week. Oh, got like their worst week of the season. Yeah. That's not bad, right? <laughs> well, I mean, if you follow along, you should basically be double. You you should have broken even if they go two and four. Well, right, and you and again, this is all assuming that you bet every single line they give you. You could very well look at it one week and go, no, I don't like that line. And you hit, and you go, you personally, you took their suggestions in and then you regurgitated a 2-0 and o week. Like, good for you. Or an 0-2 and two week. But you nah, that would never happen. Two. Nah, 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 with the burners. I don't nah. think independently. I trust it to the, uh, <laughs> quote, pros. Yeah, we are the pros. <laughs> um, not, me, not me, though. I just bet whatever I feel. Dude, you're just a parlay. The book burners do it with science and math and common sense and, and thinking. I do it with my gut and just feeling it. My loins. 15, 16 leg parlays. Do we have any shotgun bets this week? Fan-based betting? I, I believe we had some no, from last week that we made. Sets. Oh, but nothing this week. I th- yeah. I think yeah. I have. I think I, I owe one. I lost one to Corey, and Corey lost one to me last week. Yeah, and I think you owe me a, a Hollywood one. I owe you. I know I have not shotgun for the Hollywood one. Yeah, and then we had uh, Dawson Knox and somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting cut up next week. But, uh, yep, sign up. Free glass content. What more do you want? I don't know. I mean, you, you could get a free you can tell us if jersey you want. if you did yeah. this, I don't know, five five months ago. Yeah, and so uh, far we're in first in that league. Dom- we can't absolute win Absolute domination. We do league. need to go over that next week, though. Um, yeah. Almost half through the season. We'll get a power hour coming soon. We're almost at that, at that time. A couple more weeks. Yeah. yeah. A couple, like, couple more Halfway point is week nine now, guys. No, no, no. For for Before fantasy playoffs, I kind of count it. So oh, okay. week seven, eight? 
Yeah, we'll I mean, I, I think I think a couple there. more weeks. I am, might be de- decommissioned for a little bit, but that's okay. fine. That's we'll, oh yeah, we'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens. We'll, we'll based Tom's off Tom's going, schedule. Tom's going on the top shelf for a minute. Yeah, I'm, uh, I might be. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Topshelffantasy.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Top Shelf FNTSY. Top Shelf Fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose.